Hey King, hey Queen, you're listening to Don't Speak Defeating Me podcast, where we give you tools to survive, thrive, and flourish. And you're in luck because this is just a podcast where we give you those things. And in this season, we're talking about all things relationship and how to have a successful relationship. So today's topic, we're going to talk about how our parents' trauma affected us and in return, how it affected our relationship skills. Hey guys, today I am being joined by my best friend, Rebecca Ogies. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey guys. <laughs> okay, so you guys get used to, get used to us now because we're a little, um, I don't know what's the word, our energies, we bounce off of each other's energies a lot. So we, we either laugh a lot, we talk a lot, or we will argue a lot. So, <laughs> be prepared. This is going to be a very entertaining topic. If you thought the topic with my mother was with any was anything, oh, you're in for a, you're in for a ride. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> so from the intro, you probably heard while we're speaking about how our parents' trauma affected us. But first, let's get into it a little bit. Let's get into mm-hmm. our parents' trauma. So you know, for me personally, my mother she she went through a lot. Yeah. A lot in terms of being neglected by family, not being raised by family, I should say too. And I think that kind of has some kind of abandonment. Right. Right there. She was also one who experienced a lot of abuse by family. So, and I wouldn't go into details because that's her personal um that's her personal life but i think the abuse she went through it now she now used it to kind of protect us because she's like she don't want her children to go through that right and i'm sure you could probably relate they don't they don't they don't really realize that they're doing it that's right because they're doing it out of good intentions i heard somebody saying this too like well because i went through this with my mother i will never do that to my child but they do you do do it because it's ingrained in you one mm-hmm. and because you grew up that way subconsciously you're going to end up doing it yes. unless you unlearn the pattern and the habit yeah if you start to pick up on it and you're like okay i really need to get rid of this that's the only way yeah so and you know therapy or cbt cognitive behavioral therapy works too but all of these things oh, go to god a lot of people don't want to admit to do yeah a lot of and that's one of the problems you see avoidance of admitting and a lot Acceptance. of our parents did that too they avoided that they had a problem so they was unable to deal with their trauma so True. yeah 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 so with them not being able to deal with their trauma there was like they had now become doing a lot of parents over sheltered their children they control their yes. children or some children even experience emotional neglect yeah because with my mother she didn't really have that emotional bond with her mother mm. she wanted it and like when she had me now it's like she didn't know how to they don't know how to love you that way exactly properly. so it was a struggle for me yeah, because when they didn't experience that love, they don't know how to give you that love in return because 
they don't have it initially even if you do have it to give you don't know how to express to, yourself that's how another to show thing. it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's another thing they have it but then they don't know how to express it and it can sometimes come out controlling in, controlling it can come out in anger mm-hmm. it can come out mm-hmm. in <laughs> abuse sometimes yes. and you know they're thinking okay I'm doing this for your good I'm just showing yes. you that I love you yes. but mommy toxic love that's abuse <laughs> right and for ladies now when we go through that and we get older it affects mm-hmm. us and we don't realize it affects us you know because we think okay we get older it's not going to cause any harm yeah and i don't want that for myself or to do it to my family children or anybody close mm-hmm. to me right but that then there's a problem that it affects us how we think it affects how we make decisions you overthink we overthink <laughs> we overshare yes and then there's also something i learned we build an, an anxiety attachment to people that we may be in a relationship with yeah and that's where and then also self-sabotage comes in plenty yeah definitely you're running away running away yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> No, it's it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true because I I would I I can say this very boldly because I it is my podcast. I can be candid. My first relationship, I sabotage it because I one when I, I went through trauma, I went through abuse, but at the same time, I had abuse that was happening at home that I that they didn't dealt with and I didn't deal with it properly. So it was completely. Katosh. I think when you know that I went through all those things, so you just sort of want to go through, and it's like you're overthinking and trying to be perfect. That's I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna sabotage my relationship, mm-hmm. and you refuse to share and communicate yeah. you and become guarded. Yeah, you become too guarded, and in some cases, it become cold. Yeah. So like you know, so for me, oh, <laughs> yes, touch, touch the spot. <laughs> it hit that spot because for me, I. I'm I'm naturally a very reserved and private person. Mm-hmm. That makes both of us. Yeah, we both are. Mm-hmm. And unless I have a, a very good bond with you, I will open up and share with you, right? But I have to be comfortable. But before that, I was very cold. Like you would never know. Yeah, you would never know. Like I was, I didn't. I wasn't one for intimacy. I wasn't one. Like even a simple thing as yeah, holding someone's hand or someone's hugging me and all of that stem from sexual trauma right Mm -hmm. but it also stemmed from you know anger coming out in the household that as like for me love i for me love was aggressive so (laughs) hey come on yeah so i for me i thought love was aggressive so for me i only saw love that if someone says they love me don't love me in a gentle way you have to love me in an aggressive way I never, for me, I never accustomed hearing, like, people, like, yeah, my parents saying, I love you much, too. So, like, when somebody say, says I love it, you. it's like, like what? you just met me. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, we know each other for long for years. How do you love me? True. No. Like that. Yeah, because somebody would say, I love you, and I was like, you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't understand how it's so easy for you to tell me you love me just so. Yeah, and like I wasn't one to display affection, so like you say I love you in front of people, and I'm like, it's just like you're supposed to say it back. (laughs) Yeah, you know you're supposed to say it back, you know, and they'll be like, um, babe, this, babe, this, and then you're like, boy. (laughs) 
where you call them by the name. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, having healed and dealt with that, you know, it really, it really showed me that it's like, wow, your parents' trauma really... It does affect you. It does affect you because it also allows you to kind of have a distorted depiction of what is mentally or morally correct and wrong. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. So, so yeah, don't teach yourself a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's so true. The unteaching part is the hardest thing because you begin to feel guilty when you begin to unlearn the patterns <laughs> and you begin to unlearn the habits and then you even begin to feel guilty when you begin to put boundaries. Yeah, and then especially with putting um, the judge in you. Oh, yes. You know, because all everybody knew you as a person. I was like, okay, whatever you say goes. But all of a sudden, you're speaking up for yourself because that's another thing that came from you know, um, parents' trauma. You know, with the control yes. and the oversheltering yes. you, you become so codependent on them that you can't really speak up for yourself. You can't self advocate. So when all of these things begin to take place, you're just like, well, I don't know what I like. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not accustomed speaking up. You're not accustomed being opinionative. You're not accustomed standing up for yourself. Yeah. So you end up you end up in a situation like you don't know who you are. You don't know what you so like. So now you have to know, learn yourself. You, you have to learn yourself. And you, somebody, I was listening to this YouTuber and she said something. She said, um, everybody spends the most amount of time with themselves doing everything else not just being with yourself yeah and it's so true because i would like okay before i used to take myself on dates but covid shut everything down (laughs) but now when we think about it it's like okay do i know me do i know me emotionally talking about that it's like that's like me now i've been so accustomed being manipulated and controlled and being told what to do i now learn it myself and it's like me sign up for myself and pe- it's like people never see the side of me so they're like you feel you're a big woman and you feel you they this. take it as disrespect yeah i was like this is me hmm. i'm shocked when it's me because i didn't know me before <laughs> <laughs> like you never used to do this you never used to like this and you never i was like i didn't have a choice yes i could i could i could have I had could, a choice i could identify with that you know why because we, okay, guys, we know each other for over 17 years, okay? Yeah. So, backstory, we know each other really long. So, for me, I can identify that because, like, if we were to go somewhere to eat, you will always be like, well, you pick where we want to go. Or you pick. Um, You like that? Okay, well, I guess I'll take that too. Yes! You, you was never <laughs> the one to be like, okay, well, I like this and I like this. But now, I saw a difference where it's like, okay, well, you want to? Well, I want this instead. Um... If I don't like it, we will always interchange. Yeah. You know, and she she makes her opinion <laughs> known. And I appreciate that growth so much because she used to frustrate. It should be sickening. That kind of sickening. Mm-hmm. You used to frustrate the heck out of me. I used to feel like I was the mother of a child. <laughs> she used to say it. <laughs> and I hate being like that. I did not like being like that. Yeah, but then again, it stemmed from your parents' trauma and then how they treat you, yeah, right? Yeah. Because they don't want what happened to them to happen to it's us. It's not that they don't want to treat you like that, but it doesn't even realize that they're doing it, that they think about trauma. Yeah. And when... It's like it's stitched onto them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> idea to think of. Like, it's, it's stitched onto them, you know, it's like stitches. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come out, sometimes they don't come out. 
you know and I think for me especially for my mother and well I grew up in a single parent household so it was like my mother my sister and myself so for my sister she went through a lot with mom and then I went through a lot with my sister Nice. So she went through a lot in terms with mommy, you know, because mommy wasn't healed from her right. trauma. So she got the brunt of it. And then when I came years after, she did not deal with the trauma that mommy gave her and that other relationships gave her. And I got the brunt of it. So it's, Ooh, that's a, a lot. It's, it's, it's like a generational cycle. So when it comes to relationship now, you all have to be... Mm. yeah so you would see I would go for someone that you'd, so for me back then I would go for someone you know okay who makes all the decisions who I just sit back and be quiet whatever you say go I would never speak up I would never say what I, how I feel and you allow them to just control yeah allow them to just control take charge do whatever they want and I was fine and even if even if I did not feel comfortable I would never say I was uncomfortable just because I wanted to please you. And I didn't want no talk and confusion, no quarrel. Yeah. I was always want to avoid conflict because anger was such a thing that was normal in my household that I didn't mm-hmm. want it in my relationship. Yes, so, so like no, I don't want this no more. A little disagreement doesn't hurt your relationship because no. you need to communicate, you need to express Balance. yourself, you know. But you can express yourself in a mature manner. Yes. And have a have a conversation like an adult, like both of we're having a conversation. Yes. So I think for me then, you know, like not no, expressing no. myself and I think for me I always wanted someone to be on my side. Fight for me. Thank choose you. me. Thank because you. I've been, my whole life I chose everybody else. But then I realized I could okay, relate with you that. And, but then I came to a realization a few months back and said, Okay. Yourself. I choose me. <laughs> I choose me. Yeah. And sometimes choosing you, you have to have some very boundaries. rigid boundaries for other mm-hmm. people. Sometimes you have to cut some people off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other people will get offended. They will get upset. But I think it stems from a place of you finally realizing your worth and your value. Yeah, so and the sets of standards so is either you, you apply yourself or you remove yourself. Exactly. This is how you have to treat me. Yeah, because we don't want to go through what our parents put us through and we don't want to accept it in any other relationship. But if we're not careful, we could, with that too, we could become too guarded as well. Yeah. Or really overthinking, I guess. Yeah, and I th- what I've learned with the anxiety attachment bond is that you overthink so much with them. You, you see things that are not there. You Is have scenarios much? that are running through your head and you you constantly question the person's That's feelings. what I was saying to myself. Like, this is so difficult. Like, oh my gosh, nothing could be ha- happening and you just so traumatized and... Yeah. <laughs> because you're so... We're so used to everything That's in our like life you. being chaotic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we could also if we don't heal from that we can also have trauma bonding with others so i can meet someone who's going through trauma and i go into trauma and i create a bond with you but not realizing that i become so attached and dependent so i become so codependent upon this person that if they don't make me happy i can't make myself happy I automatically was like, okay, they stop doing this and they stop doing that. You're so codependent on them for certain, a certain feeling. Mm. It's like something is wrong. She's cheating on me or she's cheating on me. She- 
Yeah, and because as as women, we look for a sense of security. Right. We look to feel loved. We look to be loved. We look to feel appreciated. Yes. But the main thing is a sense of security. Right. And which not dealing with our trauma, not dealing with our emotions, and not healing from it, we don't have that sense of security within our own self. That's so how so can true. we how? expect someone else to give it to us? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, ooh, silent. A moment of silence yeah. right here. <laughs> that hit deep. <laughs> how? But, yeah, how can we expect someone else to give it to us? And that's a, a lot of things. Yeah. And even with parents, you know, we can get victim mentality. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. We yes. get victim mentality. And I've learned, because I've been doing a lot of research on that, and I've learned there's a difference between being a victim, self-pity, and victim mentality. If you're a victim, it's because mm-hmm. trauma happened to you. You're right. a victim. Self-pity is yes, something that you me. can change. So you feel sorry for yourself. But victim mentality is it can change, but you choose not to change it Mm -hmm. because you are reliant on other people's pity. And that's and that's sickening. That is sickening because I had that. I had that. I had victim mentality and doomsday mentality. So do I. I don't want to admit it, but it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to admit it, but I had it. You feel like people owe you something. They have to, you know. You have to love me. You have to take care of me. You have to make sure I am good because yes. so much is going wrong in my life. I feel like there's a lot of young, all right, I don't say not, not men, but there are a lot of young women growing up with that. Like they feel, they so grew up knowing that, all right, yeah, they find a man like this and a man. So wait until a man come to treat you this way and give you that and give you, give you, give you, give you. What are you giving yourself? Mm, Why do you have to wait for him? Man? Yeah. Mm, exactly. I grew up hearing that. I I grew up hearing that, you know, like, okay, we're not bashing men here. <laughs> okay, so um when we when we grow up a certain way, you know, for I don't know about other countries, but in the Caribbean it's like you get married and find someone that takes care of you. Mm-hmm. You take know take care of you. And that's the key word they always take, say, care, take of. care of you. And I'm always like so can't I take care of myself? I think that's why I was to be so depressed growing up. It's like you're waiting for this person to come in your life to take care of you. Yeah. That is gonna have you so depressed, huh? Yeah. Because okay, we're living in a society that is evolving so much as the day goes by. And we're seeing men that are going after women that have careers and have ambition. Thank you. And you know, a woman who have intelligence, and I'm not bashing women who may not have, you know, proper education and whatnot, because I know it's difficult in other countries to gain proper um, education. But my thing is, if you have the access and the resources to better yourself, better That's yourself, right. invest in yourself, exactly. and don't do it because, okay, when the man comes, he's going to see, I have something going for me. No, do it for yourself. You. Yes. Yes. don't do it for your relationship don't do it for anybody else but do it for you because you deserve it but think about it a lot of men you know in the times I live in they want somebody really say we want this and we want that in a man but men want women that have a lot going for themselves as well mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, they, they want okay yes okay they okay we have this 
we have the thing going around now. Okay, men are providers. Yes, they are providers. The price on the men is high. Okay. They are providing for us, okay? But when they have, we must have the table for them to bring the provision to rest it on. And then too, God forbid something happened. Look how COVID came and they get Leo for the job or something. How are we going to survive? If you, if we have no skills to fall back on, on all of these things, uh-huh. what's going to happen? Even self, if you know you're, you're a, a, a homemaker or you're somebody who's a housewife. I'm not bashing housewives, but if you're a housewife, still no problem because but you can have a, a cake you on the side you, you know sell food because nails, there's a you can do here there's so many things you can do now okay like women are learning how to lay bricks and lay tiles and uh-huh. do plumbing and all of these things now yes. so there is a lot of things we can do but i think we keep ourselves in a box because of Big what term. trauma says to us mm-hmm. Uh, it's a response to our trauma if we don't deal with it. Uh, Sometimes I just say, but no man want a woman who can cook. Okay, cool, whatever. But like, come on. We have other things. Being a woman don't mean you just have to cook and clean. Mm-hmm. Our worth is not just in cooking and cleaning because okay, if, the, if we were to break it down from the Bible perspective here. Okay, we... S- we like to quote Proverbs. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> what was the Proverbs 31 uh-huh. woman doing? If we read it verse by verse, the Proverbs 31 woman was a woman. Yeah, she cooked and she cleaned and she took care of her family. She was wise. She, she, was was wise. she knew how to be caring. She knew how to be kind. And these were the characteristics she exhibited. But they also said she got up early in the morning and she sewed. Uh-huh clothes for her servants and probably for her children and for her husband Uh right so she was doing something okay she wasn't just a wife and wasn't just there to take care of the children okay and we want to talk about oh i'm a root root was in the field waiting waiting. while she was waiting Mm -hmm. she wasn't just waiting that's right so we don't allow our waiting season to become wasted Right? Because you get some bells. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, you do lay waiting season, go to waste, fix yourself, work on yourself. Exactly. And there's so many other people in the in the Bible we could look at. Okay, we have Esther, you know, Esther. Yes, she wasn't she she came into the um mm-hmm. the king's and the king saw her and he liked her. But what was Esther doing? What her, what was Hadasha doing after, before she became Esther? She was helping her, her uncle yes, Mordecai. Yes. Right? Yes. She was helping him. She yes. was busy. So She wasn't just waiting for an answer. So it's not like we... So I think a lot of women... I like, I've been hearing this so much. It's like, oh, I'm sitting and I'm just waiting. Waiting for what? I even heard this scenario on the radio where he's like this man he was like in the church and he was praying for a wife so he sat down in the church you wait and you go miss your turn because you saw it in yeah and he's like because god was sending his wife and but this is where i was like this is where i had an argument with my mother again because she's like well he did the right thing he sat down and he waited i was like he sat you stop your whole life to wait <laughs> I was like, but what what was what was the evidence of him sitting down and waiting? Um I said, like, what was the outcome? What was the outcome of it all? 
She's like, well, he no longer serves God and he's upset that God never sent him my wife. I said, exactly, because he, he did not talk. He upset God, he did not listen properly. You just have to sit down and wait for a wife. You did not look. You did not look. And we we that have we have such a distorted... Is it in a Bible verse? Um, where's the boy? No. Ask no. and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Seek. How you gonna find it if you ain't seek? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, and knock on the door. Exactly. She will answer. Ask and you will receive. It comes with action. Exactly. You have to do actions. Everything comes with an action. So, okay, your first action was, okay, you go to God and pray. And (laughs) God will say, well, all right, I'll send you a wife. And, okay, you keep in prayer and God will probably give you characteristics of the wives that you're looking for. Or whatever, whatever. You go out and you seek. But you're not every woman that only... They just want God to give you a... This is a woman. This is a woman. Yeah. So, this is how it's supposed to be. A woman's supposed to just drop from the sky <laughs> and say, Hi, I am your wife. No. It doesn't work like that. Because, okay, what if you're sitting down in the church and waiting, but what if your wife was in a different country? Mm. What My if... mother used to tell me that... She said, you need to go places. You, you need, need to, to socialize. Yes, yes. Like You're wanna... not intentionally dating, but you're but meeting putting yourself people. out there, yes. You're socializing, you're meeting people. And that concept was so weird for me. I never used to really want to listen when people tell me that, but when I really think about it, that I get older, I'm like, come on. It's so true. How you expect <laughs> to get anything if you just sit there and wait well okay i'll get a job or okay i'll get um I'll, I'll get this i'll get this i'll get this yeah yes you will get it but you have to go and okay faith without works is it's dead. dead so you hear that part works so you have faith that you will find a wife we have faith i will find a husband but the works part is dead there's so many that is saying same thing action action there's so no bible verses are telling this straight and plain yes they, there's so much bible that i tell you <laughs> but we don't want to listen no, because play victim we want to play victim and we want to sit down and wait for god to send us and bless us with it and then and sometimes i i, I can i could agree because i've been that girl i was, I that, girl. was that girl i'm like oh my god nobody owes you anything oh my god god don't owe you anything <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I just wanna be somebody who's sick up on that people. Like it was the word? Um uh, <laughs> I don't wanna be that person. <laughs> no, we don't be to No, no. I don't wanna be that person. No, but it's it's true because when you think about it, we we tend to become entitled. Because it's like, okay, I went through this and I went through this, so the world owes me this. People owe me this. There's no excuse. Even if the people who like say for my mother, she never gets to finish school. If you say in a relationship, your partner never gets to finish school, you could still push that person to be the best ability. Exactly. They don't have to go to school if it's too late or whatever. But there are things that you can do. Yeah, you could go and do a trade, you could learn a skill. It's, it's Okay, they, you could probably send them back to get a subjects. That doesn't mean they have to go to college. Mm. But it's to show that they accomplished something, right? Now, a lot, uh, so much people have problems with all what we're seeing here, but... I, my opinion just is like, 
the distorted deception of dating. That's how I have to see it. Because we think dating supposed to be... Did I sit down here and one person doing all the work or... Hmm. No push each other. Yeah, exactly. Dating dating is not just, okay, well, that my boo, that my boo, that my wifey, that my husband. No, 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 no. That's true enough. It's not to just show off that I have somebody or to be emotionally involved with someone, but it's also to um, physically support that person. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, this is going off track topic here, but it's like, all right, this is our next thing. We're going to have a relationship, and you're dependent on one person, let's say financially. Hmm. That's wrong. Both of you are working. You're supposed to be both of you are supposed to be building yourself together and yeah. share responsibilities. Exactly. I but again we could always stem that back to being codependent with your parents. Uh that I can really oh my god, I can sort of relate to that, eh? So even though okay, you may not have your parents around now, you're in a relationship and you're dependent on that person. You're so accustomed to having that person that to lean on. Mm. So when there's no one to lean on no more, when there's no pillar of strength no more, that was like me doing some in a situation. I'm like, I mean, now that my mother is not there, it's like when I'm in difficult times and I had to be the rock. It's like yeah. who's there for me? Yeah, you know, and and that's why for in women in these cases, like you and I, because we we be the rock for mm-hmm. everybody else, we be the rock for ourselves. We want someone to be our rock. Which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but, but I've come. But you don't want to be completely like okay. Yeah, and I've come to I've I've just come to a place in my life as of recently. I'm like I'm content with the rock of ages. I'm content. And never be a reason why <laughs> maybe use the rock. I mean, yeah, because you know not everybody could go through what you go through. Mm-hmm. Some people will buckle under the pressure of everything that you're facing. Will buckle under the pressure of life itself that you're going through. The life that you're living. After one day, when I have a family, learning to be a rock from a young age is kind of good, though. Yeah, because you you have a strong mindset. You help keep the family together, and you could be strong emotionally. That you could be strong for others in public, but then you know when to break down. Yeah, and then in difficult situation when everybody else might like fall, you could think clearly. Okay, this is the decision we need to make. Blah 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 blah. But that could also be trauma response. Too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it could also be trauma response where it's like, I have to be strong, I have to be strong. I can't show emotions. That's true. Right? It's so accustomed, like, okay. And that's something I struggle with. My mother did that a lot. Because mm. it could come from emotional neglect, it could come from all of these things. And I think for me, you know, like, I despise, absolutely despise the saying, Little boy shouldn't cry. Oh yeah, yes. Because we must allow young boys to express themselves. That's why they have so many increase in crime, right? Because they don't know how to express their emotions. They are told men should be macho and they should not show their emotions. If you show emotions, you're feminine, and that's wrong. And I would, I would go down and. Because then we want to, we want to, we want to make men such macho, strong is, men. But then when we want a relationship, we want an emotionally available man. Next thing now, so you see a man who is like that, and now woman is with him, and then the woman saying like, 
you so emotional eh? oh gosh go some <laughs> like oh god there is true back of the face you sin emasculate them yeah and but it's wrong because we should allow everybody to express their emotions mm-hmm. never suppress it so no gender here mm. just let them let them do them let them be them so for me i always used to say when i become a mother and god gives me a boy child i would i say like, okay i will never be that mother that would be like what you crying for you want me to give you something to cry because you know curb your parents we grew up here now yeah so that is another thing that's why we don't want to cry your, yeah suppressing emotions you know because we think okay it's have more important things to cry about <laughs> what <laughs> Don't cry. Don't no. cry, you know. Okay. And what it, you crying for? Yeah, but you're yelling at me. You're screaming at me. Of course, I want to cry. <laughs> I just feel so traumatized that I want. And I want to cry. Mommy, what's up? So, therefore, you see, the child develops a problem with identifying our emotions because what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm seeing it right now. I'm like seeing them that's coming down on me and I tears come to my eyes like she crying. She crying. Yeah. What are you crying for girl? I didn't get nothing to cry for. But then we have to think but wait. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional. I never wanted to accept that green up. Oh my but god yes. I am like <laughs> and we didn't want to accept it because it was a trauma response. Yes, so I have to be strong. I don't yeah, want to I look can't weak. Cry. Ah, I have to have it all together. That's right. Nobody can see me looking weak. I, exactly because they made us feel that if you cry, you're weak. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Was a, it was such a strong emotion for me that it's something I struggle with even now. Mm-hmm. To the point is like I want to cry, but as soon as somebody walks into my presence, tears immediately dry <laughs> up. And then as soon as they walk out, <laughs> yeah, because I hear you said I am not gonna cry. Yeah, you just say it, auntie. I just said, and I realized like I'm not wasting my tears. Okay. Yeah, I, and then like I would look at myself in the mirror and I realized I need to stop but it. But crying is actually good when I don't fun. cry. Yes. Yeah, because I never wanted to cry. And like, even sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'll be like, don't cry. Don't you dare cry. Don't drop that tear. But what you said, they accumulated. Because I was such a crybaby. So I'm like, they were, my mother would yell at me. Anytime anybody yell at me, I really cry. But I will not cry for nothing. And the moment I open the door and I close it and I go in my room, you fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's because you don't want to break in their presence, so you'd rather break. And it's something that I'll be like, now that we're talking about it, I realize it's something I need to work on because it's like, I can't, I, I'd be going to God, I'd be like, God, I can't take this. God, I'm so tired. <laughs> yes. I'm so fed up. I don't know what to do. And it's, it's, it's one of the most miserable period in my life. My mother actually witnessed it. I was so depressed. I could not suppress my tears and my emotions. I was crying every day when I open my eye, I crying. When I get up in the night, I crying. It was horrible. Yeah, and you know what's another thing too? Like even when you have to stand up for yourself, right? And you find it difficult. I will to tell you a story. After. You find it hard to stand up for yourself, and when you do stand up for yourself, you cry. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell you. There was a scenario with a man and my mother and us, and they were, that's 
taking advantage and overdoing it. I started to feel overwhelmed because I wanted to lash out and stand up for myself. And I didn't want to do anything that I regret. I started to cry in front of the people. <laughs> I started to cry. But the thing is, it's, it's not that you're crying out as sad, but you're crying out of frustration and anger. Because what you want to say, you're not, cannot. You cannot say it. <laughs> because you're like, oh, she's a bad person. Or you she disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Or you don't respect your that's elders. That's another thing. You can't express yourself in... I think that's Caribbean culture. That's sickening. If they're not a custom of you reacting or behaving in a particular way automatically mm-hmm. you're disrespectful or yeah. you feel you is it or you big or you feel you grown yeah, yeah. i think it's caribbean culture because they have their generation and the generation before them ingrained into their heads respect your elders so now they ingrain it all respect the elders so that we must take abuse from elders and when we decide to stop and stand up we still come we still come under pressure as the form of oh you're disrespectful I or you're it. toxic or you need to get out or whatnot first of all they are toxic because you should not be telling me that i should be able to express myself mm-hmm. i should be able to express myself so for me i obviously when i have children and they have a moment where they're angry but they don't know why they're angry i say okay sit down and think we all have bad days, we all get angry. But think about what caused you throughout the day to feel angry. And then we can have a discussion because children gives you an attitude and sometimes you're like, who you giving a, a parent? I now realize something, right? Go ahead. I used to be around children a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I see them doing something to me that is like not good behavior, I'll be like, I'm so lucky. I want to cut the tail right now. And I'm like, but wait, I am being controlling because you have to allow children to express themselves. Yeah. I'm not accustomed to that. So that's like, if mm. my mother was here right now, she would cut them tail and mm. this and that. And I'm like, but how their mother could allow them to be like that? Exactly. And you see, because I we see it and it's like, oh, we want to make a difference. We want to make a change. But then also we like, but wait, trauma response again. Because we was beaten so badly that for for these things that they're doing, we're just like, okay, yeah. it's been done to me. You should you should get elixir at I because we automatically think that the discipline that we mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. is correct. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't even need to get elixir. It was just an eye, and I know it was so yeah. terrible. It was terrible. It was even to the point that, like, you, you okay. They 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 were so controlling that they want you to get A's right through. You bring a B, and that was you. B automatically represents bad. So yeah, as a child, you know, it's like okay, I did bad in tests. So like for me, I used to come home and it's like okay, I'm not sleepy, but I forced myself to sleep, cause that would be my way of getting away. Getting away from a a cartel. It's like <laughs> nothing is never enough because it's so accustomed of their parents making everything a problem. Mm. They do the same to you. Exactly. And we don't realize that. Or if that. they didn't live the life how they wanted to live it because of their parents, they do that to you now. They try to live through you. Exactly. Ooh, that was a problem. Yeah, they try to live through you, one. And then sometimes, you let me go back to the beating a little bit. You know, when <laughs> they used to beat real like, they used to take their anger out of what went on, yes. what happened to them. Yes. They used to take it out yes. on us too. Yes. So like, okay, something that was little, you used to get licks for that. Like, 
and, and it's not like it's like you have welts. Yeah, what he had saying, um, when I was your age, I could have never do that. And my mother would right. do with me. Exactly. So their childhood trauma now come back and become your childhood trauma. This is something that just keep rep- repeating itself. Like it's a generational curse. And so my next question would be is like would you discipline your children? How I, would you I don't always say them? I don't want my children to go through that type of discipline. I will discipline them but not I really don't want to discipline them like that. They should have proper communication and of course I should be able to listen to them because that was a problem. Yeah. They want to communicate but then they don't want to listen. Mm. And children just need to feel heard. Yeah, they need to be seen, they need to be feel, they need to feel heard and they they thrive off uh, attention, they thrive off a love, they right? need their support so morally and emotionally. This is my next thing. So, our, like for instance, your mother, she was overprotective, she don't want you to go through what she went through, but um, children need to be loved and cared for a particular way, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh my god, um, please don't tell me I'm going to fuck with what I'm No, no. <laughs> um, it will come back, don't worry, don't worry. This happens often, a lot. It happens a lot. But, you know, it just comes back down to your parenting style. And I, I, if we have to unlearn generational parenting style, it will take a lot. I don't know. It will take a lot because they grew up with that. Their grandmother grew up with that. Grandmother, 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 grandmother. And it goes back. Yeah, they want to protect you and all this stuff. And then it's like when it comes to caring for you and showing the, the love and affection, it's still not enough. Yeah. I think I could discipline my child in love. Like, I could discipline you. And after, I will sit down and I will hug you and I will still tell you I love you. But I don't they want you, that. Yeah, but I don't want you to feel that love comes in the form of abuse. Yeah. Yeah. So if there will still be discipline, okay? Like, this will be taken away. Exactly. You, but it's how you do it. Exactly. So there's negative punishment and positive punishment. So therefore, it would have to be in a sense like, okay, cool, you did this. Do you know that every actions has a consequence so they will learn that there's consequences to their actions whether good or bad you will get a reward if you do good you will get a reward if you do bad right (laughs) right yeah so it all comes back down to how you raise your child initially and And I always say that you do what you have to do to instill certain things in your children at a certain age Mm. but Oh, somebody's calling me on my phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when they get older, hmm. it's up to them to do whatever they want. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to say this quote here that I saw and I found it really, really good. We pass on what we don't process. That's true. I feel like a lot of people, in, even in the Caribbean, like, went through traumas with did their it? parents. And a lot of times, they don't deal with it. And one of the highlighted trauma that they went through was either abuse in physically, emotionally, or sexually. Yeah. Yeah. They went through it in some form. 
so guys we're going into our yo that's crazy segment <laughs> and today's scenario that you're gonna give your insight oh i can't wait to hear your insight i kind of love it your insight is you visited your boyfriend and you both get hungry right so he told you to order food so you say you wanted kfc so he said all right now you don't have now you don't usually use his phone for stuff but because you don't have credit on yours you use his phone right so you pull up his keypad but you know when you pull up keypad recent logs come up sometime right right so his recent logs come up and you see kfc so your first initial thought was uh well he probably ordered sometime during the week right so you just press the number and if it begins to ring however your phone begins to ring showing that he is calling what is your <laughs> wait hold up hold up <laughs> why my name is Simas KFC why is that even <laughs> there why my name is Simas KFC <laughs> please explain <laughs> something and he calling you kfc on your phone that just disrespectful very disrespectful i would hang up the phone and he's like if he come and ask me baby get you to kfc i say yeah and she says you're fired <laughs> Shut. what why but you know it actually are people who does that yeah say if you as a food base so you can imagine for what though for what was the reason well you know what was the reason according to Kari what was the reason <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh no something that's wrong there and I was like that's just wrong everything wrong order. you like KFC so much so you put my name as KFC on your phone why look like a, a, a breast and a tie with some fries. So when you go by a woman now, when I call and you KFC must come up. But what KFC calling you for? <laughs> Baby, order something from KFC. <laughs> Wait, boy, KFC really calling you. <laughs> well, answer the phone now. Probably something wrong with your order. And you on the other phone just want to know. 
when he come in to pass and pick up something. <laughs> I cannot do the scenario. <laughs> oh, come to take away my voice today. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. So, ladies, if you're saved on your phone as KFC or Pizza Hut or Pizza I know plenty men when I get a big dong Royal Castle, Domino's, Little Caesars, you name the fast food, Chipotle, whatever. If you save, that's it. Check it. Make sure and check it. Because something is wrong. You could either be uh, the side chick or one of the women that he is seeing. Mm, that's and if you're not his only option, then you are not an option. I'm sorry, but I, Ola, now I see I will fight it, but if I was ever be in that scenario, <laughs> I might want to fight. Let me vent, right? Let me let it out with my hands. I, I, no, I, I, I really and truly, I don't want to fight because I don't bother to hit people. I just use words. My words alone will tear you down, but. I don't even bother to use words. I just feel like I don't waste my energy. Yeah. I might go and take out a boxing cast and let it out. <laughs> or take a run or something. Yeah, but you know, don't 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 be nobody's option. If you're not the only option, Honey, then you're not an option. Take I yourself know, out of the equation. There's more options, I'm out. Exactly. Take yourself out of the equation. So any advice you have to anybody who may be going through trauma traumatic situations with their parents or someone who's in a traumatic relationship. Traumatic relationship? I must say, you really need to sit down yourself and find out if it's really worth you staying into the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're better all by yourself, mm-hmm. bust out. Yeah. And definitely. if, well, it's really parents, I think you would need to go for counseling. Yeah. And even when you come out of the traumatic relationship, if you do decide to come out of it, you need to go for counseling. You need too. to go to counseling as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for, I think you know, look at his patterns. If you know he says he won't do it again and he does it again, then you know he's only going to keep doing it. It's, uh, it just takes one, just one chance. Yeah. To know. Yeah, Sometimes it takes one. Child, but you know, we 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 like to be generous. We like to be generous and be like these loving, kind figures that was in society then. But the we also have to know our worth, and we also have to know our value that we're giving them chances. But are we giving ourselves a chance to it's, thrive and flourish? Twenty twenty one. Live your best life. You know, as. I can't remember the guy who sang this song. The world like, could end next, next year, tomorrow, Sunday. In a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. So do something that is good for you and do something that will benefit your relationship with God. And any person that pulls you away from God is not, not the one. So you heard it here, guys. I hope our conversation enlightened you. I hope you laughed as much as we did. Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, I love you. God loves you. Be strong and courageous. Peace, love, and blessings. Shalom.